Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Creators Block Podcast. And if you're new, welcome. But on this episode, we have a special guest. His name is FUI Sev. Now, FUI stands for something, and we refer it a lot throughout the podcast. It's actually a pretty funny story. But um, the way I can describe FUI Sev is that he's an overall businessman and entrepreneur. It, he's into so many different genres and topics that I, it was kind of hard to keep track of, to be honest. He's a, he does music. He's like a property manager. He's a tattoo fanatic. Um, he's done music promotions. And so what actually impressed me the most was his history and how he transformed it. And he changed his path and for the better, of course. And the way he did it, it's it's just an interesting story. It's it's very humbling. And it was such a nice experience. And I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to sit down with him and just talk about life and everything so i hope you guys enjoy it um like i said in the description there is a timeline so if you want to go ahead and skip just you should probably just click on it I, I you know i wrote it for a reason so don't worry i won't feel bad but anyway here's the podcast okay really quick right before we start i actually just wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor creators block now creators block is how we get the creators block podcast up and running so what Creators Block is, it's a platform for creatives to come and tell their story, whether it's through merch, short films, or even this podcast. Creatives can come and express themselves and let everyone know what their vision is. And if you want to learn more, visit creatorsblock.com without the K at the end. And here's the podcast. Um, so, Sev. What's up? How are you, man? Doing well, bro. How are you? Good, good. Where? How was last night? Uh, last night was epic. It was, a, it was a wild night. Last night was a wild night. Uh, Jersey Shore knows how to party. That's all I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jersey Shore gets wild. Yeah, it gets wild. So, um, so let's start with your name. What's, uh, my, your, what's your full government name? Uh, my full government name cannot be disclosed at this time, <laughs> depending on legal <laughs> cases out there. Like, but but um, you know, I, my my first name is Mike, but my stage name I go by is Fuisev. FUI Sev. Yeah. So what does FUI stand for? Uh, FUI stands for fucked up individual. So uh, how'd that come about? Basically, every single person is fucked up. Like everybody's <laughs> fucked up. But I just took it because we all do fucked up things, and a fucked up individual doesn't necessarily mean somebody that's you know a bad person. It's just somebody that has the capability of doing fucked up things and that has done fucked up things in the past, but. Uh, the name just it just hit. You know, a lot of girls be like, "Oh, you're fucked up." You know, you're <laughs> fucked up. The girls be like, "Yo, you're so fucked up." And I was like, "Yo, like, what you mean?" So it just came about and fucked up individual. It's a, it's not just me though. It's a group of us that's fui. Oh, fuck, is it really? Yeah, it's a group oh, of us for fucked up individuals, like, like ASAP crew and shit, like the ASAP mob crew. Yeah, oh. you know. So fui, fui is more than just you know fui sev. Fui is like a organization, a brand. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're so you're FUI Sev. I'm FUI Sev. Yeah. Who, who are the other members? Uh, we have Bobby Crud. Bobby Crud. Yeah, we have uh Papa Left. Papa uh, Left. yeah. There's a, there's a few there's a few people their names I'm not going to like drop just yet because we're working on a big project and we're gonna oh. we're gonna introduce the world to everybody apart. But I'm like the first person a part of this FUI to come out. So how would that come about then? Um. So Bobby Crud is like mainly the founder of FUI. He's the main one that really came up with the whole, you know, fucked up individuals thing or whatever. And the girls would always call me fucked up. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So 
Um, Fui is just it's just like a family in a sense, you know. Okay. It's like a family. It it's cool. It's cool. It works. It sounds cool. It works. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you what do you exactly do? All right. So basically, my name is Fui Sev. Uh, I'm a rapper. I'm an entertainer. I'm a the businessman behind everything. I do a lot of the business work. I handle a lot of the contracts. I handle a lot of the shows, the bookings, the touring, as well as, you know, record music myself. You know, I'm the one that has to, like, make the scheduling and do all the, oh, get really? everybody on task. Yeah. To get everybody on task. I also, um, I'm a, I'm, I go to Rutgers Business School. Hey. So I'm like, a, I'm like a legit professional, like, business, because this music industry is not just about, like, oh, let me just be really popular. It's about making an income. Yeah, it's business. And, and make, yeah, it's a, it's a business. It's like, you know, 10% music in 2019 and 90% business. What semester are you in? in, in uh, I'm Rutgers? a junior. I'm a junior. junior. I'm in the Rutgers Business School in New Brunswick. Are you expected to graduate next year or uh, 2020, 2021, 2020. It okay. depends, though, man, because these classes are out of control. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I went to Montclair State. I graduated in finance. Okay. Yeah. And, the most difficult. Yes, it's out of control. Me. That's what I'm saying. The classes are out of control. Like, there's no reason why. Like, it's just not. The classes aren't hard. It's more of a time-consuming thing. Yeah. I came up with the whole idea. Like, I'm sure everybody knows this already, but um, GPA is not about how smart you are. It's more about how much time you put into your classes. Maybe, man. I mean, okay. So this is the thing. Um, my last professor, like the last class I needed to take, mm -hmm. so they called him. His name is Professor Lord. Okay. Fucking suits it, right? Already, yeah, already. Right. Um, so people from Montclair State know who this guy is. So the thing is, when you're in finance, there's only one professor who teaches this one course. Okay. And you have, have to, to take, take that him. course before you graduate. Okay. And he's been doing it for like 40 oh, no. years and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, the way he grades is that he grades based on class average. Okay. So if your whole class is doing trash, the class average is trash. And naturally, the tests are somewhere between 20 to like 60. Wow. Every, all of them, all of them. He curves it based on the average, but he, wow. only, he only curves it enough for you to pass. Wow. So, so, so if you got like a 20 in the exam, but the whole class did like a 40, then you're 20 under the class average, meaning you'll get like a 60. Wow. So you still fail. Like, yeah, you, know? you still fail, but you, make, you, just, you don't fail as bad. And so, so if your class is like smart as hell, you're asked out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's and, not cool. And the homeworks are group homework assignments. Oh. And, the, and they're worth 65% of your grade. Oh, that's and not it's... cool. His name is Professor <sighs> Lord. I, I don't like He's been doing it for 40 years. My name is Professor Lord. Uh, I was so stressed out with that, man. Yeah. I've never struggled. Like, okay, so I've always been like a, a really good BC student. Like, okay, like, okay. I, I found that the return of me to try to go yeah. for an A is not worth the return Stress, of like yeah. what I get, you know? Okay. So I'm a really good BC student. I'm just like, you know what? This is as far as I'll go for school because like I know how much school is going to actually help me for me personally because yeah. I don't really like it. Yeah. But that class, like I quit my job and everything like for that class, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hard, it's very stress School is very stressful. But like the reason why I'm in school, you know, is uh, I got, I, I got out of... I was incarcerated for three years when I was 25 years old because I was just in the street party and I was wilding. I'm FUI 7. I'm a fucked up individual. So <laughs> I was just out there doing wild things and going out there being crazy, partying, you know, being running with the gang, the guys or whatever. I ended up catching a case. I did my time. And while I was in there, I was thinking, I was like, all right, well, you know, um, if I could do this, you know, I'm gonna, I could do anything else. Yeah. mentally it's a mental challenge like a lot of things in life is just a mental challenge and how tough you are mentally you know what i'm saying 
So you make things work or whatever. But I'm there now. I'm in one of the top schools in the world for business. Uh, I got a lot of things going on. That's hopefully um, that's good, man. Yeah. So I got a lot of things going on. That's looking looking like to be you know profitable. Let me turn my phone down. Because a lot of people be texting me and calling me. <laughs> you get them out. The girls be like, no, what, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, you know, I'm at a podcast right now. Creators block. <laughs> Is that me? What the fuck? I don't know what's oh, going no. on right now. <laughs> no, yeah, mom. No, mom. No, I'm joking. Can you imagine my mom? I'm talking about girls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get these girls off of me, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. my mom, though. Love my mom. Shout out, mom. Love you. All right. Um, what's next, though? All right. So, um, so you were going with your story with like how did you, like you know you're going to business school. Yeah, and it's more of a mentality thing. More of a mental thing. Uh, you got to put a lot of effort into it. You got to take it serious. Whatever you do, like whatever I do personally, I take it extremely serious. I take myself serious. I do everything I do. I take serious. Um, so like I just try to do the best that I can. If whatever I'm trying doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's not the end of the world, but what matters is that I tried the hardest. I did the best that I could do. I'm that's, okay that's, with that. That's really good. Um, yeah, and, and you seem that way. Like, when I met you, like, you seem like you're on top of it, and, mm-hmm. like, you're okay if things don't go don't the go right well, way. But, uh, because you tried. Like, you're yeah. right. Like, yeah, at least you put it your all. Like, yeah. you're not going to be disappointed in the yes. result, you know? And I, and I think that's really important, though, man. As long as you try, I can't, I can't take failing for lack of work ethic, you know? If you don't have all the money in the world and you don't have everything else in the world, what you have to do is outwork, you know, yeah, the competition. Man. You got to outwork the competition. And that's what really FUI and the whole brand is all about is you know, working hard. And that's good because you guys are turning something into like, I mean, the name itself, like if you if you hear it, I guess people don't automatically affiliate with like positivity. Nah, but like the way all. you guys funnel it, yeah. it, you made it into like a positive yeah, thing. It's, it's actually going to be... At- so- so eventually, it's going to be known for like it's going to be affiliated with it's, like positivity. Yeah, you know? it's, it's going to be a business. We're going to be doing major things for the community. We got a lot of things planned for the community. Uh, you know, in the in the you know, less fortunate areas, we we have a lot going planned. Even though the name is a little extreme, I would yeah, say but it's just it's just a name. It's just though. a name, yeah. you know. But everybody is fucked up in their own way. They did something where they have their fucked up thoughts. Everybody, everybody has them, and we have laws and things that protect people from acting on those fucked up ideas or whatever they have in their mind. And it's an abbreviation anyway. So yeah, it's it's a abbreviation. PG. It could be but, PG. But, but, when we're, but when we're in the boardroom, you know, when we're sitting in the boardroom, the name goes for financially unified individuals. Okay? <laughs> sitting down with the boards and stuff. Every while, what's it stand for? I'm like, yo, financially unified individuals. Or even in court. They even ask me in court, what does it mean? I'm like, financially unified individual. What does it mean? Financially unified yo, individual. That's what that's it means. That's funny, yeah. man. Yeah could literally get away with like yeah. these old folks yes yeah so like if this was like a corporate type of a podcast like and like out like the ceos and everybody's <laughs> watching you know i would have said what did you say financially unified individuals you like, oh okay that's very nice and would have kept it moving <laughs> yo yeah. oh my yeah. god you guys are smart yeah i don't yeah. know if that came out like by coincidence or if you guys planned it but like that's that, that <laughs> that's smart yeah yeah it's cool it's cool all right so what when i when i think of a creative um naturally I didn't think of myself as a creative. Okay. Back then, like, you know, you just, you just don't. Like, I wasn't into art. My brother was mostly into art. He does okay. the music and everything. And, like, I was just, I'm more, I'm more logical, quote, okay. unquote. Okay. So, you're going to business school. Oh. I went to business school. Mm-hmm. People don't think of that as a creative. How do you consider yourself as a creative? Because you're, you're into several things. Yeah. And how does that, how do you consider that being a creative? Uh, You know, being creative, it's more of a... 
individual aspect of things and how you see your like perspective and taking what's inside of your brain and your the emotions that you're going through and whatever's going on in your, in your life or the past things in your life and being able to express it in a way. You know, if it's through studying 24 hours a day because, you know, you're stressed out, everything else in your life, but you're really good at your schoolwork. So you want to be creative in your academics or you want to be creative in music. So you spend, you lock yourself in a room for 18 hours, you know, and you and you drink, you know, Patron the whole entire time, to, <laughs> you know, to get that emotions out on a microphone or you're a writer and you sit down for three months in your house trying to write a book or a, or a piece, you know, just so that you can express your emotions and whatever's in your brain or an artist wants to draw, you know, and it all comes from inside of, you know, who you are, but everybody expresses their creativity differently, even the way we dress, you know, yeah. every morning, everybody say, I'm not creative. Yeah, you are. You, you dress yourself, you dress right? yourself this morning. Yeah. You decide to wear whatever socks or, you know, shirt and match this or earrings, whatever accessories, you're being creative with your own look. You know, what, what do you currently do? So you do music, I do. Business. I do music. Uh, we got, got a couple properties that I I got that I do Airbnb with. Oh, um, nice. we're looking to start a coffee company, a franchise yes, coffee company. I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, um, right. we are. Uh, what else am I doing? Much to count. Yeah, it's too much thing. I got because. All right, so uh, yeah, we can talk about the coffee thing in a minute. But like, <laughs> there, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes on because uh, Oprah Winfrey. She has like 300 ways, don't quote me on this, I'm not 100% sure, if this, but she has a lot of ways of making money, a lot of different streams of income, okay? So like, she's making money while she's sleeping, she's doing all these things, she has like uh, over 100 different ways. Yeah, of, I mean, when you're a billionaire, you don't get like that for a reason. You don't get like that for a reason, you need a lot of different streams of income, and one fails, whatever you got, so I'm just trying to make, make sure I have, you know, at least five, six different streams of income, you know, and then I want to grow, obviously, more and more and become more of a businessman as I get older and mature in my professional life, but yeah. No. So how did what, what was the first thing you got into? Um, how did you get into music? Actually, all right. So music, I got into. I was always the cool guy, kind of like in high school. I played football. I don't know if you can tell by the size, but I played football. <laughs> Just like um, flex yeah, so yeah. Start bouncing the chest. <laughs> yes, I played football. So you know, I always had an outgoing personality. I was always cool like that. And then I could dance a little bit. I caught rhythm. You know, I got a little rhythm. So I was like, okay. So I started making music. Be modest. But, yeah, yeah. I never, I never took it serious though. I never yeah. took it serious. But I released a few songs on MySpace. I don't know if you remember MySpace back in the day. Yo, okay. Oh, my God. So I got contacted by a label down in Tennessee to go down there. And they showed me around. They wanted to sign me. I was like 17 years old. I had no idea. I went down there with my mom. And uh, they wanted to sign me. So we went in there. They took me a tour. They took me in the limo to uh, a studio. There was like a million dollars. But upstairs, downstairs. They took me to the magazine company. You know, oh, they wow. took me around. They tried to show, show like, fancy. Like, they show you everything first. And then they take you in the back room to talk to you about the business aspect of it. Uh, when they offered the contract, it was a very bad contract. I remember, you know, my mom wasn't happy with the contract. I was too young to sign the contract with myself. So my mom you said, need your mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mom was like, nah, like, you're not doing this. Like, you know, go play football or something. Like, you're not going to do this. And I was like, all right. This was in Tennessee, too. We live in Jersey. All right. This is Tennessee. So uh, we, I rejected that record contract. How did you feel about that, though? Like, when you I was a kid, so I was upset. I was like, mom, you ruined my chances. Like, you know, like... <laughs> You know, I was, I was a kid, so, like, I thought like a kid, you know? So yeah. I was like, oh, you ruined my chances. Like, I could have been, you know, Michael Jackson. I could have been, like, big, you know, whoever. I, 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 yeah. You know, I like the music industry. So um, I did, I'd always been good with music and words and wordplay and rhythm and just being. My thing is the party guy, right? I party. I know how to party very well. I've been doing it for years. I worked in New York <laughs> City. You know, I party last night. Like, I party with Jersey. I'm a Jersey boy. Okay, so as Jersey boys, like, we, we party. But you... 
you I I, I remember you mentioned like yeah you party and stuff, but yeah. you used to do promotion, right? Yeah, I used to do promote. I used to promote for MMG, uh, Rick Ross, Meek Mill back in like 2012, 2011 with uh, PM events. I used to work with them. I did a couple of shows, you know, where you're doing backstage promoting. I met a lot of people, a lot of models and, you know, artists, comedians, all backstage. Hmm. And it's locked. backstage is real crazy. And I know what goes on backstage. <laughs> it's real crazy backstage. Like people that go to shows and like they're in their seats, you know, waiting for the show to start. I notice like what's going on. Backstage is out of control. Okay. It's a lot of stuff going on backstage. It's a million different people back there walking around. I don't even know if they're supposed to be back there, but people <laughs> are just back there walking around all over the place. And, uh, but yeah, so I used to work with MMG. That was really exciting. I also did um, event management in New York City in um, the meatpacking district at clubs in New York City. Um, I worked, I, I, I don't know, I just, my, when I was younger, before I got incarcerated, I did a lot of partying. And that's where, you know, a lot of my, my popularity came from. Yeah, it was, you know. Yeah, you meet a lot of people in parties, man. I mean, I mean, I mean if you, if you take it to like the networking kind of aspect, yeah. like it's, this is why like fraternities and like, yes. and like yes. are very important. Yes. Um, I never got a chance to do that because I, I was working full time trying to pay for school to do that. Mm-hmm. But if I did, I think that's a very smart move. It is a smart move, but you're also drugs, drinking. Like you're also beating yourself up. If you look up. past that, because yeah. if I would have done it, it would have been more of that aspect. Because I, I don't even drink now. You okay. know, like okay. I, I so if you, yeah, you've never really like like you know, you know, um, do any substances or at, yeah. at all, and you're really like just being there. Just being in any party where there's people is an awesome networking opportunity. Yeah. And that in Rutgers, they make it really important to make sure that you go to all the networking events, you meet, shake hands, you know your professors, you do all this stuff, and you network as much as possible. And they, and they put a big strength on, you know, build relationships. Is that where you think, because um, you seem like you have an entrepreneur mindset. Absolutely. Is that where you think it stemmed from? Um, or how do you think that started? I just think being in the streets when I was younger, like being in uh, Rawway, because I'm from Rawway, you know, New Jersey. So uh, being in the streets, being around my cousins, my cousins sold drugs. So like, I just watching all this stuff. Allegedly. And, alleg- yeah, allegedly. You know, don't quote <laughs> me on that. <laughs> nah, but uh, just seeing, just seeing how the world goes and then everything is around us makes money. You know, when I was young, I realized like everything around us makes money. Everything. Everything you see in America, even from the roads, the trees, the, the landscaping to everything makes yeah, money. No, you know? that's true. Even the garbage on the street. Somebody needs to get paid to pick it up. Okay. So, um, think seeing that, I was like, all right, people love the party and clubs and stuff. So I do parties and I made a lot of money at parties in college. That's how I was able to yeah? pay for things. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, throw, I throw, I threw parties and that's how New York city heard about me. That's how MMG heard it. Cause I threw parties. I threw parties, you know, I just, so then threw, you did it more in the, at a more professional, more, level. way more professional level. I could even, I could, I got paid a lot of money to, you know, in New York city to work at the Oof. parties. Yeah. New York City, New York City. Basically. Especially parties, man, because people have it all the time, so it's just like... Yeah, yeah, every day. Every day of the week, there's a party going on somewhere. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of people are stressed. So a lot of stress, a big stress reliever is it's going parties. to parties. And then a lot of people are also single. So a good place to go meet people is at parties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's where you get called fucked up at, at these parties. That's why I got called fucked up the most was at these parties, <laughs> you know, because like you know, a lot of a lot of shit going down at these parties, man. A lot of shit's going down. But um, the hustler mindset it just comes from always just the streets, man. Because I also spend a lot of time, you know, around gangs and and the drugs and the guns, a negative part of life. I like I also been around that also. Like, you know, it's I learned a lot from the streets. I learned yeah. a lot. You know, I got scars all over my body. I've been in war. I've been in. I did it all. You know, I did everything. Yeah. I partied with the best of them. I fought with the best of them. I spent time with the worst of them. You know, so I did. I did it all. And uh, it, I guess it, it makes me well rounded. You seem very humble. Um, have you always been like that, or no? Mm-mm. 
<laughs> nah, humble. Uh, humble was something that came with maturity and growing up and then getting older. Uh, when I was young, nobody would probably stand me or like me. I was uh, full of myself to the maximum. To the maximum. We're talking like... What made you change? Sitting in jail cell. You know, having time on your hands. Humble you real quick. Humble, it will humble anybody, okay? It will humble anybody. And sitting, sitting down and thinking, uh, having time on your hands and just thinking about everything because you can't do nothing else. You're just thinking the whole entire time. And a lot of people, you know, use it for legit rehabilitation. But they, sometimes some programs, I'm not trying to doubt the correction system, but some programs that they have in there don't really focus on rehabilitation, you know? It's more just like It's punishment. more just a, you know money thing for the for the yeah. correction facilities unfortunately but unfortunately let's not get into the american yeah. thing but yeah, like no, no yeah but yeah so no like when, when, yeah when you're when you're in there and you're alone and you're by yourself like it's up to you to change it's up to you to do if you don't like the way your life is right now it's up to you to change something in your life and i read a lot of books when i was away you know jay-z 50 cent diddy i read all their books their stories oh, they're DMX. so smart man yeah donald trump i read his book you know, I read I read a lot of books, The Art of War. You know, Sanju, I read uh, a lot of success books, Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I could drop a lot of that authors. I read a lot of books. And that's how also how to win friends and influence people. Yes, yes, that book's golden yes, for me. Yes, it's it, in the same books keep popping up in all the other books that I'm reading. You know, they keep popping up the same strategies and the same things keep popping up. So like, if you want to grow and you want to like, you know, further your life and like try to you know, increase your economic status, you got to read. You're not going to get there from listening to other people. You got to invest in yourself. Yeah, listen to the people who matter. Listen to the people that know that matter. Listen to the people that matter. But you also, they're not going to talk to you unless you're serious. Yeah. You know? That's true. All right, so um, currently, are there any projects you're working on? So you mentioned, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned, you mentioned a few things. So let's start with, um, let's start with music, actually. Okay. Uh, with music... Fui Sev has a few singles about to be released. Spotify, iTunes, the whole the whole nine. Um, then we got music videos coming out as well. We have some type of business going on with uh, music industry in India. Surprisingly, how does Fui <laughs> even end up in uh, India? I don't even know, but I know there's a lot of people over there. It's also you know, a big market. Though. It's also a huge major market. <laughs> it's maybe like an 18 hour flight over there, but like that's something that's going on as well. That's interesting. Um, we are, you know. I have the studio, so I'm just constantly going to be putting out a lot of music. Constantly putting out a lot of music. Uh, Papa Left is doing the EO Dub, which is the end of the week challenge um, for the bar rappers, rappers that spit bars, like like the 90s and early 2000s oh, nice. rappers. Okay. Yeah, like like the real rap, like real, real. Not that any other rap is not real, but the bars. But that's like, that's like hardcore. Like hardcore origins. artistic, yeah. Like the, the bars and the rhymes are just so much more thought out than the ones they are today. And he's in a competition and... Uh, you know, Mortal Technique, you know, like that, those type of bars. So, uh, yeah, but I'm going to be dropping a mixtape soon, you know, and I'll be working on an album. I got a lot going on. I have too much going on. There's not enough time in the day at all. Need so, more time. Um, what about your other business ventures? So, all right, you, so, so you have something in India, but I'm assuming yeah, that's a little like that's, that's still in the works. Yeah, that's in the works. Yeah, we're working with, uh, you know, DJ producers over there because we got to get the Indian, uh, I don't know what the, 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 Indian music, basically, yeah, uh, and make it to American Western or Western hip hop, and put it into the Indian form, but it's still related to them. Some brand new we're trying to do in a new market that's possible 
that can actually be very profitable. How did so, that even come about? Um, networking, meeting people, you just talking. met somebody. Yep. Just meeting, like I don't know where that yes, idea came. Meeting <laughs> people. One of, one of my investors is like, you know, we got to expand. Let's do something else. You know, let's just do different things because how you make it in that industry, in the music industry, is being different. You got to be different. You, you know? have to be. be yourself, but be different. You know. Um. Yeah. So India is crazy. I didn't even think. I, you would ask me two years ago, listen, you ever think about doing music in India? I'd be like, no. <laughs> Kidding me? Absolutely Why? not. Um, all right. So, and then the other business venture? Uh, is the property manager, which is the, it's a property that manages itself. Airbnb, you know, HomeAway, Verbo, they, they manage themselves. You know, I have cleaners. I have people that go in And there. how did you get into that? Um, ah, that's a funny story. So, the owner of the house, okay, she needs help running the house. She moved to Miami. Okay. Mm -hmm. She moved to Miami and then she was like, she didn't want to worry about that. She didn't want to worry about it. So she gave me the headache, you know? So now (laughs) I have the headache of doing all this property manager stuff. And, uh, I'm in the future. The reason why I do it is because I want to learn as much about our properties because in the future, I plan on owning a bunch of properties and, you know, flipping houses and being in a whole real estate market as well. You know, from all the other money that I'll be making from everything else. That's smart though. And I think, yeah, so I'm just learning right now about everything, but I'm pretty well, I'm really good at it. You know, I'm pretty good at the <laughs> property. Give me the headache. <laughs> yeah, just a headache though. I said a headache, headache, headache. But I'm doing pretty well. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, hold that thought real quick. I'm gonna just pause it. Yeah, no problem. Pause. Yo, 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 mama, love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a creative or as a business person, yeah. Um, you you are a creative because as a business person, you need to figure out what's gonna sell. You need to figure out the right product. And you need to figure out how you're gonna market it. All that aspect, Agreed. right? Yeah. What what exactly do you want to portray like in your business? Like, do you have? Are you going to anything that makes money, or do you have like a set goal that you want to establish yourself? What kind of name you want to? Okay, well, so for my business, for my business stuff, um, first thing for me is professionalism. Like, if you if you do any type of business with me, being professional is the most like the number one thing for me. I think it's extremely important to have respect for yourself and respect for your whatever you're doing, your business or whatever you're doing. Professionalism number one. The ultimate goal for me, honestly, is just to, you know, try to get as many different streams of income, you know, as possible, as well as help out the less fortunate, you know. And uh, I just want, I just want to be able, I want to be a symbol of you can be incarcerated, but you can also turn your whole entire life around and focus on what's important you know what you enjoy but while you enjoy i'm not putting nobody else down you know i don't have to put anybody else down for me to you know get more to get more out of life i think that uh that's really that's really i never really thought a good question that's a good question i never really thought about it but that's that's i know main goal is professionalism and streams of income and just make sure i'm not putting anybody else down to make anything better and i know it's not i'm not in the business yeah, because there's ways to like either you build the biggest tower or you knock everybody else down. But knocking everybody else down, obviously, is um, not very. No, no, I'm knocking. I'm knocking people down. <laughs> I'm knocking people down. Let's not get that wrong. Like I'm coming for the gold. I'm coming for the gold. But I'm not trying to do it where I don't need to do it. It's if I don't need to knock your building down, I'm not going to knock your building down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to knock you down if I if I don't need to. But if you're in my way to me achieving my goals and I'm, it's business. Oh yeah, it's it's a little different. Though. It's a lot, I mean, yeah. I mean, like as in. I guess in, in, intentionally, like just like sabotage. That's what I mean. Uh, no, no. I try to play by the rules fair, fairly first, but we, like I said, we can not play by the rules. Also, okay. Like I, 
I play by the rules, but like if it comes down to it, where it's still business, though. it's still business, though. It's yeah. still business, okay? Like business is business, okay? Like I give people, I try to be fair and professional as possible for my first, you know, go around. But like after that, and like, you're still being a little problem, or you're not budging on anything like that. You know, we, we, we I will get what is, you know, what I want. You have to. How, have how, to. Do, how do you keep yourself motivated? What do, What do you think about every day? I don't think. You just do? You just do. You know, the more you think about things, the more it opens you up to have different emotions about what you're doing and if you want to do it or not. You know, it's more I live my life on the more things I have to do. I have to do this. If I want to be here in five, six, seven, eight years, I have to do this. So I try not to think too much about my next day and how I feel about, you know, you know, driving an hour to get to a podcast or I try not to think about those things, you know, and when I'm drunk as hell in the morning, you know, I, don't, I try not to think about the emotions behind things because most of the time it would make you not want to do it, you know, or it feels like more than what it should be. Oh, I did 18 things today. I'm exhausted. Like my brain, I'm stressed. Like don't, I don't think about it. You just do it. Just do it. That's, that's a, that's a very interesting point. I think, I think that's also where a lot of people kind of have their doubts when mm -hmm. it comes to things like how you stated. Mm -hmm. And that's how people feel overwhelmed mm -hmm. because I don't think, don't think. Don't, honestly, honestly though, it really helps me out. <laughs> like people, people probably try to say I'm cold. Like, Oh, you don't like you're cold. But it's not that I'm cold at all. Like, there is emotion behind it, but I just don't think about the emotion behind it. Like, I feel it, you know? I feel it. Everything I do, I feel what I'm doing because I'm me. I'm a human, you like, know? Like, I'm, I'm emotional, man. Yeah, like, I'm real emotional, ladies. <laughs> real emotional. Hit me now. <laughs> nah, but um, with the business, with the, with the business though, and, like, my everyday scheduling, I do a lot, and I try to wake up as early as I can, about 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning when it's not... On a Saturday night, so Sunday mornings, I'm not waking up five thirty and six o'clock in the morning. But Saturday, um, Monday through Saturday, I'm up in the morning. I'm in the studio. I'm in the gym. I'm, uh, you know, at the college. I'm in the business. I'm on the phone. I'm typing emails. I'm constantly staying busy and consistent on my future. How do you plan on achieving your goal, which is to like, have which area? Which area? Music. Music. Let's start with music. All right. So music. Uh, music is. What is your goal for music? We never went music over that. Is, the goal for my music is basically to make Hollywood like a Hollywood idea, but in New Jersey. I don't. New Jersey doesn't have a music scene like that. And I, what I want to do is connect all the people that do music, film, um, DJs, everything, entertainment. I want to be the center of that because everybody in New Jersey is just like doing their own thing. And from what I know networking you can't do what you how you can't get as big as you want to get by yourself it's really good to network with every if you're doing a, a industry if you're in an industry it's good to know other people in that industry you have the, to the more yeah the more people you know in that industry the better so my main goal is to make hollywood in new jersey like it, like it used to be before hollywood went to hollywood before hollywood was hollywood it was in new jersey all the oh, film all the film and everything from edison all the film and everything was shot in new jersey you know and now um all right, funny story. So from what I know, I don't, don't, don't source check me on this. I'm not Donald Trump where I say things and like I could be wrong. Fact check it. It's fact check it, right? Yeah. But this is from what I know, okay? I'm going to give it to you, the FUI, the FUI story, okay? Um, so Thomas Edison, the inventor of all the cameras and the lights and all that stuff, whatever he did, okay, back in the day, um, he was charging everybody a lot of money. It was probably like a nickel or something like that back in the day. Whoever, whoever knows that much. Okay, a lot of money to shoot videos so his, his, his camera 
to he like charge everybody to like use his equipment or something like that, right? So people didn't want to pay taxes on everything, pay Thomas Edison, not taxes, but they didn't want to pay Thomas Edison a slice of the bread every time the little penny or two pennies, whatever it was, back in which is a lot of money back then. Mm. So they went as far away as they could. And it ended up mm. in Hollywood. Okay, this is the story that I know. And you know, don't you can check it up yourself? But this is the story that I know, and it sounds pretty like people plausible. Would do. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like people would do that. You know, one I'm not Thomas Edison. So you heard, I, I, what I know, Thomas Edison was a stingy ass. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. It sounds plausible. Yes. Yes. So that's why. But that's what I want to do. I want to. Uh, I want to work with everybody in New Jersey that does music that has anything to do with music. I want to. Uh, we have concert halls here. I want to fill concert halls. I want New Jersey to support New Jersey artists. New Jersey. New Jersey. You know. The shore, we have everything, and I just love New Jersey. New Jersey is, yes, it's a state that like everybody frowns upon because you're like, we're, like what? But Jersey is the only state in this country where you can drive an hour and get to the beach. You drive another hour, you get to New York City. You drive another hour, you're in the mountains. You drive an another hour in a different direction, you're in the farmlands. You drive another hour, thirty minutes, you're in uh, the hood. You drive. A, <laughs> a, I'm not even you drive another hour. You're in the suburbs with the super mansions. You know, you drive another hour. You're in the casinos. You know, area. Okay, it's just so humid here, man. It's around the weather now. Weather's a different story. Okay, weather. You need to be air conditioned or uh, central air. You know, but as far as far as things to do and places to go, there's a lot. There's a lot. The beaches, the mountains, the farms, the suburbs, the hood, New York City, all within an hour, hour and a half. Okay, in which no other state has that. It's true. It's very okay. tiny too. It's very small. Very it's tiny. very packed. But New Jersey is dope. And this is all I know. Okay, right. I don't know nothing else. That's why I love it so much. I don't know. Nothing I, I would else. like to go to Cali though, but I love um, to go to Cali. Um, but no, I I, I, go, you know I get what, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So Jersey is very unique. In Jersey, that, Jersey's that the that shit. Aspect. Yeah, Jersey's the shit. The weather is is suspect. <laughs> the weather's suspect. It really is. The weather's suspect. I thought I thought the world was over a couple times. I thought it was over a couple times. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, if you're from Jersey, like you know. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, man. I like, thought the world ended a couple times. Like not, lightning, and it was crazy recently too. It was crazy. Yeah, like, no, nah, it's not. It's and not the snow, okay. and sometimes it snows. Sometimes it snows it's way brutal, too much. Man, it's it's yo, it's out of control. Yeah, out of control. Another thing about talking about this is why is the clear ice on the road in the wintertime? The clear ice. Why is it called black ice? It's clear. Because <laughs> because I think because it goes over the black top. The, nah, yeah. man, everything black is. I'm not gonna get to the whole race thing. I just think it's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get to the whole racing. That's a huge topic. We're not gonna get into that. But uh, you know, why is it called black eye on a black top? What if it's on what if it's on the um on a uh, like concrete like the bridges? Yeah, and stuff? concrete tops. Is it concrete ice? No, it's not black ice. <laughs> dangerous and by the way, I only buy it because it's so dangerous. Like yeah. is there black ice out there that will kill you? Black yeah. ice is ridiculous. Dangerous. And I'm not yeah. talking about the car freshener. All right, the car air freshener in the little tree. I'm not talking about that type. I'm talking about the black, legit black ice, like when it snows and rains. It's and, scary, man. Because, it's scary, yeah. Because, like, it's, it, I mean, I'd rather have so much more snow than just black ice. Because black ice, it's like the road's perfect. Yes. And then out of nowhere, you're just like, yes. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out and, yeah. We, and potholes, like, I mean, potholes, forget about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's New Jersey's out of control. <laughs> New Jersey's out of control. All right, it really but, is. But it's going to be. Huh? Yeah, so everybody got SUVs, SUVs yeah. yeah, and AAA. I, I got a brand new car. I got AAA with a brand new car. Y'all like, come on, I got AAA. Like, AAA? Yeah, I got AAA with a brand new car. Shout out AAA. But yeah, they helped me out a lot with the hoopties back in the day during the come up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm a little you, customer. You, you, need, you need that. Yeah, I'm you a little customer. That. AAA. Oh, from my other car, every other day I was towing it. Like, yeah, <laughs> towing it left and right, flat tires left and right, like on the side of the highway. Like, I, I need help. I, I'm, I'm a little tipsy. I need help. Like, AAA is coming. Yeah, like, I'm good. Don't call your mom. Call AAA. They help you out. They help you out. 
right. Um, <laughs> all right. So since you're into a, a few different business ventures, yeah. you mentioned that your business, um, you want to eventually just help people and yeah. you want to have multiple streams of income, kind of yes. be financially free, right? Yes. Um, who would you like to work with eventually? Like, what is your goal for music-wise? Like, who would you like to work with as a collab or something? Okay. And then business-wise, who would you like to Good do question. With? Good question. Um, business-wise, you know, right now, because I'm in New Jersey already, and he's doing real big things with uh, how he talks is, is Gary V. All right, Gary V is somebody that I would love to do business with and you know, sit down and talk with him. Not only because of TV, but he's from Jersey, first off. So if you're from Jersey, like, you have a more, and this will always be the same. If you're from Jersey and you have a better chance of me listening to your music or me, you know, meeting you and, and like, or wanting to do business with you if you're from New Jersey. You know, if you know New Jersey, you know what I'm talking about when you're from New Jersey. And I'm not trying to say nobody else in the rest of the world, a country I don't care about, but New Jersey but this is where you're focused is my focal on. point. Yeah. yeah, to start off, my focal point, and it will always be my focal point. But Gary V and music wise, you know, uh, Tax G is also from Jersey. You know, mm-hmm. he's a rapper, also from Jersey. Um, Abial, another Jersey rapper. Okay, like, that's that's actually, like, doing, making a little noise in the industry. Fetty Wap, we all know Fetty Wap. He just released a new song. Shout out Fetty, uh, Patterson, New Jersey. Um, yeah, I forget it's from Patterson. Yeah, Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah, so, like, we got our artists. You know, we got a lot of celebrities, too, in New Jersey. But, like... Yeah, they're just not, like, going Jersey. <laughs> nah, we just don't, we just don't, there's nobody here to, like, yo, this is Jersey. Right. You know, there's nobody, that's me. You know, that's what I'm trying to be, at least, you know, is that that guy so that um, anybody talks about, oh, the PNC Arena or MetLife Stadium performances or anything like that. Like, I got to come through FUI first. You know, I got to come financially unified individuals. You know, <laughs> I got to come. I got to come to us first. You know, we got to have our fingers in that somewhere. But but I want I want to give people out because there's a lot of talent in New Jersey. There's a lot of talented people in New Jersey, like extremely talented and passionate where, yeah. you know, they don't make the most money in the world, but they have a passion for something. So they're trying to make it work. And I just love that so much that like, it's the work ethic. That work gets, ethic yeah. that I say is so important, man. That work ethic is so important because like it, it, that would get you places. But yeah. Cause natural talent only gets you so far. Natural talent will get you, it'll get you places, but it'll only get you so far. Like yeah. a one hit wonder. Yeah. Okay. It'll get you like a one hit wonder. But uh, hard work and ethic. Like, hard it's work. for life, man. All right. So uh, speaking of hard work, like, Somebody that I, I like a lot in music as far as his work ethic and, and everything is Lil Wayne. All right? Like Lil Wayne makes a lot of music. Um, he makes a lot of songs. Throughout. He did a lot of features. But Lil Wayne, like, he, he's, a, he's a genius in how... He's, like he's a, a businessman. He's man. a businessman. He's smart. Lil Wayne's smart. And he's, he signed Drake, I think, He right? signed Drake. He signed Nicki. He had a whole Young Money and uh, Young Money. And Nicki Minaj, like he did this whole thing, and this and this wasn't just like oh recently, this stuff yeah, has been planned ago. for the years in the making. It wasn't just set. one, yeah, just one day. And then Lil Wayne said, uh, "We're in a content business, you know. If you're a musician, and especially a rapper, if you're a rapper, um, you need to have as much content as possible, meaning as many songs as possible, different topics to rap about, and just release music constantly, and just have music." Constantly, because someone's gonna really just somebody is gonna catch on to what you're doing. To be successful in anything you do, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. All right. If you're not consistent in what you do, you do it every now. You do it every now and then. You do it a little bit every day. You will not be successful at all. Well, you will be successful in your own way. Everybody has a different definition of success, but consistency is one of the keys to whatever success that you're looking for. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Whatever success is for you consistency will play a part you know 
Um, so as far as just now, you, that was you, deep. you mentioned, that was no, deep just now. Yeah, yeah. That was deep. I listened to myself talking. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, very good, very good. <laughs> I, know, I know, at the beginning like that too, man. I'm just like, yo, yeah, that's deep. That's, yeah. This is why, this is why I record it. Yeah. Okay, so the, the main reason why I record these podcasts is because this is a conversation I would have normally with somebody, mm-hmm. and I kind of figured that like if we record it, I we'd have it as a reference, and everybody else could listen to it. Mm-hmm. Because this is like I'm assuming conversations like this you've had it with different individuals. Absolutely. So imagine that being released as like I like I I actually like your whole uh, creative um, block that you guys have going here. Uh, I think it's thank you a great thing you guys got. I really appreciate you guys actually inviting me here and I actually having you a chance. On, man. Yeah, actually having a chance to sit down and talk with me, pick my brain a little bit. But um, this is great, you know. And I, and I definitely t- want to tell people like if y'all think if y'all in a Jersey area, look up Creators Block and try to get in contact with these guys, man, because for your career, just being in front of a camera and, and a microphone and they have the platform, you know, to actually get your name out there a little bit more. What you got to do is contact them and say what's up and see if you can work something out with them to get you here. These guys are really cool. Creators Block is like awesome. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait until hopefully we get to do another one. Yeah, we will. Know? We'll, right, get up, we'll always get updates. I had I had um, Brianna's sister. They come on again. Okay. And I had my other friend. I just we did one too. So. Okay. Or the next, next one we'll talk about making muscles. <laughs> like, yeah. Making muscles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cause, oh yeah every Sunday oh, the tattoo so, thing yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, really, <laughs> yeah so are you gonna get one today okay so when I, I met I met Sev like yeah. not too long ago maybe a couple weeks ago yeah and we were we were scheduling a podcast and I was just like yo let's, let's schedule a Sunday you know Sunday seems like a good day yeah. and he's just like okay yeah but I got I gotta get a tattoo and I'm like okay like this is the next Sunday or something he's like yeah I'm still gonna get a tattoo yeah. and I'm like what, what do you mean yeah and he's like so <laughs> Every so, Sunday. So, so yeah. explain your tattoo Sunday. All right, so every Sunday I get a tattoo. Like every Sunday I get a tattoo. It's just like what I do. I got a lot of space. I get a lot of tattoos. <laughs> I got a lot of space. It sounds crazy. I got a lot of real estate. I got a lot of space in my body. I need uh, I like tattoos, you know? So every Sunday I don't have no time other than Sunday to get a tattoo. That's why it's every Sunday. How, the did, days. That, how did that start? I don't, it's the only time I had time. All right, so I was in the studio. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. It was just like... Yeah, yeah, no. So I was in the studio. I was in the studio, right? And I was uh, making music in the studio. Dude comes through. He does music. Um, You know, Polish kid comes in. Come through. Shout out 8 Ounce. He comes through. And he's like, yo, what up? We're talking, chilling. He pulls out some fire weed. Pulls out some fire weed. I'm like, damn. Like, I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, da, da, da. We're talking or whatever. He's like, he can see smoke or whatever. And he's like, yo... Um, like, yeah, hey, yo, I do tattoos. I'm like, you do tattoos? He was like, yeah, like, I do tattoos. <laughs> I was like, for real? He was like, yeah, I do tattoos. And I was like, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty good. He's high, though. So I don't know if I trust him by that time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, word. So I'm like, yo, you, you like, what's your schedule? He was like, I am, I'm busy all the time. And I was like, you busy? What you doing? And I want to know what you, why are you so busy? Like, what are you doing when it's just so busy? Just saying you're busy doesn't mean you're busy. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing that makes you busy? That's, might that's, be busy, but not productive. Yeah, not productive. I wonder what you're doing. I might be able to help make some money there, too. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> so I'm like, what do you make so busy? So we're talking. And everybody's like, yeah, y'all do tattoos. Da, da, da. I'm, a, I'm free on Sunday, Sundays, man, I think. I was like, all right, Sundays. Shit, I'm free, too. <laughs> I need some more tattoos, man. Like, Wiz Khalifa got a lot of tattoos. Like, these rappers got a lot of tattoos. But, but why? Why? You just want to get tattoos? Like, you just want to cover your I got a lot to say, you know? You want to put like, your story there? I put my put it on my body. You know, I have a, I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy, as you, you guys can see. Yeah. So like, um, yeah. I just I just like the tattoos. I like the whole. It's creative, man. I get to express myself on my skin. I never go away. It's permanent. Like I got scars too. Like my scars have their own stories. 
also, so like, um, I just like tattoos, bro. It's not a real big thing about it. It sounds crazy. I, I, but how do you how do you pick your tattoos each one each time? Depends how I'm feeling. Like th- this morning, I would told him to choose a tattoo because I'm like, yo, you know, like it doesn't like. All right, so how do I choose my tattoos? I'm not that really big into like meeting stuff. I guess. Yeah, like you know, because my skin is dark. I have a dark skin. Like for you to really see other people, really see what's on my skin, you gotta be close <laughs> up, okay? And nobody's getting like nobody's getting that close to me. And this is why people say I'm fucked up. Cause they be trying to get close to me, and I'm like, "Don't touch me." You know, she's like, "You ain't say that last night." I'm like, "What you saying?" All right, so like, uh, but you gotta get real close up to see my tattoos or whatever. So like, nah, they don't say you're fucked up. They say you're financially unified. I'm financially unified. <laughs> you fucked up. No, I'm not. Who told you that? Would you hear that? I'm financially unified. You know, it's a great. Yeah, honestly, I'm having a good time. I I, I hear that. I hear that a lot when people start because I don't have tattoos, but okay. I, I would like. But at the same time, I'm not sure if I really do because I kind of like the clean body look at the same time. That's fine. So if anything, yeah, each to their own, you know, like yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that, um, but I'm just like, damn, like, I don't know what to pick, you know, because I'm, I'm still debating, but a lot of people that get tattoos, like how you stated, they just get it. And like, they don't, they don't think about it. Like, you it's why? Just, I tell you, I tell you why, I tell why? exactly why. So once you get a tattoo, when you first get it, it's like, oh man, like I got my first tattoo. Like you keep looking at it, you keep touching it. You're like amazed by it. You like, love it. Like, wow. I just, this is on my body forever. Like, this is crazy. I can't believe I did it. Do I like it still? I don't even know. I can't get rid of it if I didn't. Like, you get, like, you're, like you're bugging out about it. Like, you just got something that you know it's a tattoo. Like, you're bugging yeah. out about it. I'm telling you the honest truth. If you do this, this is what will happen, right? You're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like, do I like it still? Like, should I have got it? I don't know. Does it look right? Damn, what if I, what if I get fat? What if I get old? What, what will happen, you know, if I get, you know, all these different crazy things are going through your head because you're playing, you're playing in your brain. And then about, you're thinking too much. You're thinking. Yeah, it's a dangerous, dangerous place. Dangerous place to be thinking about things. So, um... About three, four, five months later, you some days you will forget that you actually have it. It just becomes a part of you, like your skin now. You don't look at the back of your elbow every day and be like, "Ooh, look at my elbow now!" Nah, like you, it becomes a part of you, you know. And, like, and that's and that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's almost like scars. Like it's like, like you don't choose your scars. Yep. You it it choose, just happens, it and just you happens. get used to it. Yeah, I got this like one scar I have like on the side of my elbow that okay. I, that I got when I was like. No, oh. it was before I started skateboarding. Okay. It was okay. my is is the old like scooter accident. Okay, fucking okay. stupid scooter. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I found a script and it made like a it made a scar here okay. and like I've never thought of it like oh it's ugly and stuff like that because I didn't really care. I was just like oh it's a scar like it just happens. Mm-hmm. And over the years like you just get used to it. Like you don't notice you don't feel your body normal without that scar. Yeah, I, I got a scar on my face too. How that happen? All right, so I used to be in the streets heavy. As you see my mindset and how I talk, I was always like man all right yeah. like what i do i was always the man i was always into some shit okay i'm not saying i was a super 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 gangster but i was saying i was around them or i was the one okay that was around so like um one thing happened next thing happened big ass fight it was a brawl okay this was a massive fight all right that happened i'm not gonna tell you where because i'm not no sure he's listening i'm not gonna indict myself again not gonna happen. Not, <laughs> allegedly allegedly, allegedly. Fight. Gonna, yeah allegedly a fight happened but um <laughs> It could have been a dream. I could have been dreaming. Yeah, right. I could have been dreaming. Nah. This fucking scar. So, um, you know, when the, and there's a brawl. It was like a forty people brawl. I had like eight dudes with me. All right, it was eight my dudes. It was like forty of them. I didn't think all forty of them was gonna fight though. Okay, like well, yeah, like when you have forty dudes, at least yeah, you don't think you don't, you don't like if you're with five guys. Four of you guys are gonna fight. One of them is gonna be scared as hell. Okay, usually. Okay, yeah. usually four guys are down. Everybody would say they're down, but one guy would not be down at all. Yeah, in his heart, yeah. he doesn't feel it. Right. So, like, out of all forty people, I thought, like, all right, like they're all ha ha woo woo woo, talking all that shit. But then all forty of them was about that. It was eight of us. 
It was eight of us, and all forty of them were about it. It felt like it was four hundred of them. Like during a fight, okay? You just don't you get tired because fighting's exhausting shit too. And 40 dudes and 40, it was crazy. There was girls involved. I don't know what the hell they had. Weapons. It was out of control, okay? Um, I got fucked up. I got <laughs> fucked up. All right. I got beat the fuck up. Yeah, they beat my ass. But like, <laughs> like it's 40 of them though. It's 40 of them. So like against eight, but we still fought though. And, yeah. and I'm still alive to talk about it today. But like, that was stupid. And I ended up walking away with a scar on my face. After that moment. Is when I was like, I don't know if I want to be fighting anymore. And they scarred my face. I don't know if I want to be <laughs> yeah, fighting it's anymore. It's scary, man. Because, like, you don't notice that on your body, but then on your face, you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I kind of so, like, it gets to you. Which is so messed up, though. Okay. This, this is like society and how it is. So, all right. You guys know I have, I have fucked up individual, right? That's like real authentic, like me, right? But then because I'm in the business realm, I have the financially unified individual. So the story of how I got the scar in a, corporate realm is from a dirt bike accident <laughs> okay so like it, it just shows you society though because i can't go into the board and talk to the bosses or whoever and be like yeah i was fighting 14 20 guys like yeah uh-huh he's wrong with the game you can't talk to people like that in the corporate yeah you cannot say that and that's just so messed up because like you can't be yourself all the time yeah. in certain instances you know like what i'm saying it's still like people say like yeah it got, it got better but it's still like like virtually unacceptable. It's virtually way. unacceptable, absolutely. Or it makes people feel uncomfortable. You Even know? having a tattoo on your face and you go inside, like these other rappers who you get tattoos yeah. on your face, like you're never gonna walk into a bank and see a dude with tattoos on his face. Yeah. You're never gonna see that. Yeah, they tell you to cover it up. Because it's society. You gotta cover it up. It's society and it's just messed up how society It'll get better. It, I well, mean if, eventually when, when people like break the market, like they'll they'll force change. I but don't I, know. I know what you mean I though. I don't know about like I don't, I don't know, man. America, America's 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 I mean, problem. think of Gary Vee. Wait, more, more, he mentor. curses the shit out of everybody. He curses, but he doesn't have a tattoo on his face dealing with your money and millions of dollars. Well, he's dealing with millions of dollars with cursing everywhere, though. Yeah, he could curse. That, that's you... also, like, a big thing, though, yeah. back then. Could... Yeah, yeah, you're right. He works with people in Wall Street, Yeah, you know? he like, does, it's... yeah, yeah. So... He's making money. It will, it will. I like Gary Vee. I like yeah, Gary Vee. I, do. I appreciate him, that. Him cursing is one of the things that made him Gary Vee, though. Yeah. It's one of the things that, like, people liked about him. But it's also, like... And, and, that's, that, and that's, what so, that's what I mean. It's different. It, it was, was different, too. It was different. It was yeah, so we're hitting all the same things. He, he was different. He was himself. He's from Jersey. He let it be known. Oh, is he? I'm a Jersey boy. Da, 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 da. I'm da, da, da. It's like, I like Gary. He talks a lot, but I like him. <laughs> I like him. Uh, I'm going to pause this real quick. Mm -hmm. March. Yeah. March. Okay, Eminem. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What day? May 18th. May 18th. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys, you guys even are, numbers. You guys are close. Or Eminem even. A new My name. birthday is 03689. So last name oh, okay. is a multiple of three. Oh, look at that. It's kind of weird. Mine's just not that cool. <laughs> Zero five one eight nine. It was cool. Like, you know, our last name is Rios, which means rivers. Okay. And we, when we, where we grew up, we had the river right next to us. So oh. And, and, our, and our, our old address was 303 Hope Ave. Oh. Interesting, right? That's, that's, and you know how you, you know, moved? Hope we had the Holy Trinity Church. Yeah. Right there? Do you so know why we moved? Why? house burned down. No way. Yeah. Yeah. No way. We've been to some shit, too. No way. More him, but, like, you know. Yeah. But, but like, we still went through, like, the apartment burning down, you know? Yeah. Y'all were doing some BS. I feel like y'all were doing some BS. <laughs> yeah. Y'all were doing some BS. Yeah. It feels like all the... I'm not that spiritual type of person like that, but like a lot of things lined up in a weirded way. Hope yeah. Lane, the church, the church, all the stuff. It's perspective, it, man. Like, it is perspective. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm, I'm a, Pisces with 
rivers and the everything. Rivers. Yeah, the rivers right there. Hey, what's, what's going on? Am I dying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a scorpion. It's water signs, you know. It's okay. all it's all water signs. Well, my father, my mother, and my son are all water. Really? It's weird. Yeah. Signs. That's weird. Be like water. That's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> all right. Word. <laughs> Word. You want another water? Oh, still I'm still I'm still fine. You got me puke, bro. I'm not good. No, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, right. I got some cannabis if you want. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. <laughs> I've been here talking the whole time. Like, yeah. So, like, let me bust a rap for y'all real yeah, quick. Let me bust. Yeah, yeah, let me bust a yeah, rap freestyle. Yeah, yeah, it's our freestyle. And it's recording, right? Uh, yeah, we're recording. We're okay. Two minutes in, I think. Yeah, two okay. minutes in. All right. Um. All right. So let's let's talk about influences. Who influences you? Who influence like or uh, what influences you? Um, well, some deep ass answers to this stuff, but like, because when I when I was away, you think this is what you think about, like, what? Why are you doing what you do? Like, the first reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, man. Like, I got one major goal, and that's just to change the financial history of my family. All right, so number one thing, like, I'm a businessman and all that stuff. I'm serious to tell about everything I'm doing, just to change the financial course of my history. Like, I don't have any, like, you know, body in my family that I could just, like, if I got locked up or something like that, they don't have 100000 they could just throw my way to give to me to help me out. Or if I want to start a business, they don't have that money. If I want to go to college, they can't so, just... So you need to be the one to do I it. need to be the one to change this because it's 2019, and a lot of people that I met have that in their family. I'm not saying that's all that matters or whatever, but, like, it'd be good to have it as an option, you know, if but not having it at all doesn't make it... It totally removes the option of that. Influences... um. You've read a few books. I read a lot were... of books, yeah. So, so why choose those books? Uh, because the first book, all right. So the first book I read was Napoleon Hill, um, Think and Grow Rich. Interesting. It's the first book I read, and it was like easy reading or whatever. And then I started like doing a little research about other books. There's other very wise people also incarcerated. So I was asking other like people that I see reading, like, yo, what books do you recommend for this? That, so I read books about real estate. I read books about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, um, I read uh, The War, Art of War because people recommended these books and these books were already in there. The so people, might as well, I mean, those are, those are very good books. These, are, oh, these yeah. are entrepreneur books. Yes, these books and people that are incarcerated, they have nothing but time on their hands. It's either you play around with the time you get, you know, you play around and don't do nothing, you don't learn. Or you learn. Or you come out like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my life and make it into something. But the time you gave me, I'm going to do something. How, how long were you in there, if you don't mind me I was me in asking. there for three years. Three, three years. years. Yeah, three years. And, uh... How did you feel during there? I, when, I, when I was... All right, so when, like, when I was inside of there, bro, it was, I went from height of partying, you yeah. know, being on stage with MMG, working with the musicians and everything like that, to sitting in a cell feeling hum, humbling experience. Feeling a humbling experience. It, it, it knocked me down a lot of levels mentally to, like, normal level. <laughs> That wasn't, I was definitely full of myself before I went in there. Did you have any trouble, like, coping with that, being uh, in there? In the beginning, in the beginning was the most difficult part because it was change. And any type of change is going to bring on stress. Yeah. So I was definitely feeling some type of stress and, like, some type of struggle mentally to get through, you know, um, beginning of it. But it really wasn't, it wasn't that bad, though, because, like, once I started talking to other people and like getting their stories and hearing how other country prisons were and you know how everything else was, I was like, you know what? Like, this isn't so bad. They have a volleyball net. They have weights. They have books. All right. I don't, maybe I'm not 
around driving my car, but I don't have a rent. I don't have car payments. I don't have bills. No money stress. You just no money like, stress. Survive. You just have a time thing. You gotta survive. You just gotta survive. And once you are able to understand that, like you're not going anywhere, you like you're not leaving. You're not going home. Yeah. You're not going back home. Okay, like you're not stop. Stop thinking about it. You're not going home. Whatever's going on in the outside, let it go on in the outside. You're not there. You're inside. Let's focus on inside. Let's focus on you. All right. And and then when I was in there, also what helped me get through it was um. I would never, in my head, I realized I, w- I would never have time like this ever again in my life where I could sit and just not do, not be, have bills, not have things I have to do. Mm, that's very, that's a very smart way to think of you it. No, this is the only, this is like, a, you could look at it like a break. It was a punishment, but you could look at it like, all right, this is the break or a restart button on your life. I could come back out, I could get out of here and continue running the streets, partying all crazy, you know, and letting, letting, not having any real skills or anything and like just run the streets and do what I was doing, get more scars. You know, probably end up giving people more scars. Or am I going to take a whole U-turn on my life and take take it a little bit serious, more serious and get into school, you know, and start trying to start a business and build better relationships with people and change the way that I talk, you know, change the way that I talk so that I'm understood by everyone and not just a select few, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I spent a lot of time with myself. I really spent a lot of time with myself when I was in there. That's, that's a really good perspective you had, though. Like, this is the only time you'll have to mm-hmm. not... Ever have your life on a pause essentially mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and during that you're in like kind of like a void that you can either continue what you're doing mm-hmm. either go crazy or mm-hmm. or actually improve yourself you know i think it's so important for somebody to that has that time on their hands to really take it seriously to think about who they are because now that i'm entering the business world and now that i'm entering the you know the business the real world the business world i am so much more of a threat not like a bad threat but like a threat to other people's businesses businesses and money and stuff like that because i know myself so well i carry myself so well i can speak in front of a crowd of a hundred thousand people and get them all to buy what i'm selling you know and if they don't want to buy anything i'm okay i could just walk home and be fine with it other people are other people are are terrified of rejection rejection. a lot of people are terrified of rejection a lot of people are scared of the unknown okay a lot of people are terrified of the unknown you know a lot of people let fear stop them from doing what they need to do you know, for to get to wherever they want to be as success. Let fear. And I fear for me stands for false evidence appearing real. Hmm. Where did you get that? Probably a book. But, <laughs> probably a book. But um, this is true. Anything that you're thinking about, terrified of, anything it is, when you actually do it, it's nowhere near as bad as it was in your head. And it feels blissful, you know, once you, like, face it. I've I like Will Smith mentioned that he lives his life like in constant fear, mm-hmm. so he does things that he's always afraid of. Okay. So and, okay. and like I've never thought of it that way, but I've always done that to begin with. When I when I was in soccer, like I that that's the first sport I got into. Like I was just you know soccer. I just did it right. Okay. When I got into skateboarding, my brother and my dad paid for my first skateboard, and okay. skateboards are expensive as fuck. Okay. Man. I like never had one. They're so like, like they're like a hundred. I was like thirteen. Oh it. yeah. Yeah, so like when they right before they bought it, and I still remember to this day, and and they don't remember it sometimes, but like I remember it because it was significant to like how to me myself. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Okay, we're about to buy it. Are you sure you're gonna ride it?" Because prior to that, they bought me one like a couple years beforehand, and it was like a cheap one. Okay, and I never got the hang of it, so like I never did it. So then, I just I wanted to pick it up again, but this was a professional board, so this is an actual investment, you know. Yeah. So. When they, like I remember they asked me, they're like, are you sure you're going to use it? And I remember I paused for a couple of seconds and I, was, I thought about it. I was like, 
am I really going to use it? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that, I think I always refer to skateboarding as like a big time in my life because that, I, I, that opened up so many fear, doors like to me. Fear, yeah, it was fearful, yeah, you know, because you're jumping yeah. off of shit and everything. Yeah. But besides the point, like, I wasn't sure I could do it. Okay. And, you know, I, I had a small sponsor, like, okay. like, shout out to Mustard Skateboards. Okay. Like, I'm still friends with the guys too. Like, they're, they're mad cool. Um, but I became pretty decent at it, you know, like you, in the do, area. Do you still skateboard? Um, not all the time, but I like, you, I like cruising though. Would you get on a skateboard though? Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, I can no still problem. do my tricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should, you should uh, definitely record something. I think uh, I have so I have a video like and I posted up of, of like a tray flip and stuff. Okay, yeah, so, that'd be, that's so cool, man. I can't skateboard. Probably one of my music videos. Skateboard. I can't skateboard. I'm too big to skateboard. If I skateboard, <laughs> if I step on a skateboard, I snowboard. I went snowboarding two times. Snowboarding is difficult, man. Yeah, snowboarding is the most dangerous thing I ever did in my life. I almost died. <laughs> almost died. I would never. I would go to do it again because like I got to get over my fear. Like you said, I got to get over fears. But like I almost died because I didn't know what I was doing. I was uh, ignorant. I was like, I don't need to train. I need to go to a lesson. I skateboarded, and when I and, I, and when I did snowboarding, it's completely different. Snowboarding, yeah, yeah, it's completely different. Skateboarding is terrifying. I'm too big to be on wheels. How many said on thankfully wheels? I never broke anything. Yeah, me either. And for skateboarders, that's a very like obvious thing. It's like yeah. you expect. You want to get yeah, skateboard? I sprained right. my ankle a lot, but I never okay. broke anything though. Um, that's not fun. That just seems like yeah, no fun, fun to me. It seems like no fun. Oh, yeah, okay, you see, you buy a skateboard, just know you're going to break a bone. Which bone is up to you? Okay, but you're going to get a lot of ankle. You're going to get a lot of ankle springs. And this doesn't yeah. sound like fun. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound and like And, like, like, would I be able to do a trick before it happens? No. Did you but, learn? Like, but skateboarding was a big part of my life because it taught me about um, taught me about hard work. Okay. So if I'm trying to learn a trick, I would spend, like, hours and hours yes. just to land it once. Yes. And I still think all those hours are worth it. Yes. And if you really think about it, like, in most success stories, like the amount of work you put yes. in and the amount of success you get, yes. it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Like it's not worth it. Yes. Essentially, unless yes. you like what you're doing, yes. then it's worth it. And yes. it's almost not fair yes. that you like this so much, you know? Yes. Yeah. So you're hitting them all, all the keys. Yeah. And, and really, I, yeah. I think that was really important for me. And I met so many people. It opened up my mind. Okay. And, and I think of skateboarding because of that. It could have been something else, but it happened to so, be skateboarding. Why don't you, you know? first tattoo be a skateboard? No, I am. I think I am. Yeah. That's the only one I would it get. Have to yeah. be for nobody. Tattoos for yourself. It's not yeah. for nobody. I, I, I can skateboard. I can skateboard because it's Sunday. I was gonna get it on my. Ankle. I heard a cool story about skateboard, <laughs> so I got a skateboard. I was gonna you get know? it like on my ankle or something because it's the okay. ankle I sprained all the time. Okay. See. <laughs> See. See. Yeah. It's not bad. Not but, bad. No, that that's interesting though. You, so, you, you made a lot of good points though with the skateboard. You made a lot of good. points. You said um. It, it was the choice, you know. Yeah, you made a lot. It could of good have been something though. else, but like it was a choice that that you did. You you went into books, and that I wish I did read more books. I went to book. I had nothing else. Like yeah. I had, I was going crazy mentally. The reason why I read so many books is not because I love reading. Right? It's not like I, oh yeah, let me pick up a book and read it. It's like I was going crazy mentally. Like my brain, my thoughts. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get a grasp on them. So I had to distract myself. So what distracted my my brain was success. The whole idea. So I became obsessed with with success. His name. That's the title. Of that obsessed with success. It's pretty obsessed with success. Obsessed with success. Yeah, it's very nice. I like that, yeah. That's had it yeah. like right here, though. Yeah, tattooed right forehead. in my yeah. If if it makes a lot of money, damn right, everywhere. <laughs> Big ass, <laughs> obsessed. Yeah, and eyelids, a tongue, obsessed with uh-huh. success. Yeah, <laughs> and your eyebrows and, and shit. Eyebrows, oh, for real lips. Yeah, so like, um, yeah, that became that, and that helped me get through. Uh, you know, but that shows that shows your mindset though, because you instead of going crazy, you you decided to funnel that. Uh, I went crazy. Else. I was I was fucked up. But you came out. 
a fucked up individual. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you see how like yeah, I I honestly, mean, yeah. But my yeah. brain, my brain is really intense because um, I'm not trying to say like I'm not like, no doctor or nothing, but my brain's intense because I read a lot. I'm also crazy as shit. I'm crazy as shit. Like I do a lot of crazy shit, just spontaneous, uh, sporadic, like spontaneously. Like you don't even know. Like what the fuck? I show up here with like 18 balloons and like 15 girls. You're like, what is going on? Like, what are you doing at my house? I'm like, bro, like, no, shut up, shut up. Come and get in the car, we're leaving. You know, where we're going. Just get the fuck in the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm crazy. Like, anything can happen when, when you're with me around me. You guys are probably, t- it's 11 o'clock in the 12 o'clock in the morning right now. And we're here, like, and I'm, I'm like, talking those crazy ass stories. I can't just, I'm not, my type of personality is not to do that, to just sit in one area and be bored. Like, being bored, I'm never bored. Being bored is scary, though. I'm never bored. Yeah. I'm never, never, never bored. And when I have time to have fun, I'm not just gonna, yeah, let's go get fucked up somewhere now, yo. We're gonna do something epic. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go die on a goddamn snowboard. Okay, we're gonna nearly <laughs> die. We're gonna do something crazy, you know. Yeah. And I, right now, I'm looking at to, I'm looking to do things and experiences. I'm looking at the thing where because I went to uh, Jersey Shore yesterday. These people had these kites and they were throwing a kite on the beach and they're holding on to this uh, like yeah, surfing what called, with the kite. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know what they were doing, but it was cool. <laughs> All white people were doing it too. It was all white people out there doing this crazy shit. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know? Like, where do you even get this from? But yeah, so I was like, all right, I want to do that. I think I want to do that next. All white people doing this shit? Yeah, all white, all white people were doing this shit. I don't know what the hell they were I don't know what this shit's even called, but oh, they were doing fuck it. Yo. They do a kite in the sky. They do sitting on the beach. He do a kite in the sky and he, he stands up and he's holding onto the kite in the kite wind. I forgot what's that called. What's that called? It's like jet skiing? No, not jet skiing. I don't know what it's called, bro. I look, think so, but. Look crazy, though. White people, crazy. white people know what it is. Though. White people, yes, any white person. They're like, oh yeah, that's you know, it's windsurfing. Like what? Like how does that windsurfing? Oh, you know? might be, yeah, might yeah. Be I don't that. know the name. I have no idea. Yeah, windsurfing. I th- I th- that's what it is. Yeah, probably is windsurfing. I don't know. But I, I have no I, idea. I have a computer in front of me, but I don't want to look it up. Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, that that shit. Like I'm down. I'm down. Want to do that? And uh, <laughs> skydiving and yeah, shit. Yeah, no, no skydiving. Really? No, no skydiving? No, no. Only how I'm jumping out of airplanes if the shit on fire. Then set it on fire. No. Uh, uh, no, no, it's an airplane on fire. Um, but yeah, I only jump out of an airplane if this... If they, I, listen, I would jump out of an airplane, actually. Depending on what's going on in my life in the music industry <laughs> and whatnot. Like, I might jump... I'm not, not suicidal, babe. I'm saying, like, I might, I might... I'm down to doing different things. And I just got an idea in my head just talking to you guys. Like, you know, maybe I should shoot a, a music video skydiving. You know, can't hear shit while you're falling. But still trying to act like, you know, you only get one shot at doing those takes for skydiving. That's crazy. Actually, that's crazy. That's how my brain works. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting here thinking. I'll be the filmer, bro. Like, yeah, they want to do that shit. We're going to die. It's it, bro. I'm like, ah, uh, forget to pull the shoot. I can't hear you. Pull we'll, the shoot. We'll live stream it, you know, so you can make sure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah? Yeah, she's crazy. She addicted. She's addicted I'm going to be screaming the whole time. I'm supposed to be cool rapping. Nope, not going to happen. Yes. Yeah, I can't hear shit. I'm gonna hit the ground and be excited because uh, adrenaline. As soon as we yeah. land, I'm gonna hit the ground. Roll. Oh man, that's crazy. I'm gonna be ready to get into a limo yeah. right then and there. No, no bungee jumping. No bungee. I'm I'm way too big to be jump, bungee jumping. Bungee jumping's scary though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Just, hey, land right into the middle of it, parachute. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. That's not as cool as hell, like. That. <laughs> that's not cool as hell. But yeah, I, I like to have fun, man. I like to. I love to have fun. Actually, having fun is a drug. That's my drug. You know, it's having fun. Having fun is dangerous would you shit. Say, would you say you're like an adrenaline junkie? No. Because I know adrenaline junkies, and they're, they're, they're sick. They're, <laughs> they're sick people. They're sick. They're sick people. Yeah, yeah they're, man. They're, I'm, cra- I'm crazy. Like, I do some crazy shit, but they're sick in the mind. Like, they're trying to die. Like, they're trying to die. Like, 
Yeah, like constantly. They're trying to die and they're having like they're smiling about the shit. Like it's just not fun at <laughs> all. Like, bro, like no. Like even snowboarding, like the, the, I was with an adrenaline junkie. He was like, "Bro, just come with a double black diamond." I said, "What is that?" Right, the double oh, black yeah, diamond. The that's, a, that's the shit you would die. You would die on this. <laughs> you would die on this trail, right? It's a double black diamond, and he's a he's doing like hundred miles per hour on the snowboard. And I'm like, "Bro, I will not go up there on a double black diamond. I don't know how to snowboard. I'm gonna die. Like you'll fall off a cliff and die. Be the last thing you do." So uh, one of, one of his boys went. They went to Colorado. One of his boys. Went skiing with him. He did the yo. Let's go on a double black diamond. His stupid ass boy said yes. I'll go, and he lost his leg. Oh yeah. Man. So like I'm not adrenaline. Yeah, that's not. Am I an adrenaline junkie? No. Do I like to have a lot of fun? Yes. Am I a fucked up individual? Yes. Financially unified individual? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> am right. I am I the best version of me? <laughs> no. Am not I t- yet. I keep going all day. Not yet, man. Not yet. Am, uh, every day, every day, man, it's a struggle to become the best person. Like every day, I got to work on myself. Every day, I try to become more uh, spiritually, financially, you know, intellectually, and maturity. Like increase all of the in all areas of the field. I'm trying to grow every day. I want to be a better version than I was yesterday. I'm not trying to be the best or perfect or nothing like that. I'm just trying better to, you. Trying to be a better me. You know, I did a lot of fucked up shit before in the past. So, like I'm just trying to not really make amends for it but i'm just trying to be the best that i can be for yeah. me for my family's yeah, sake it's already happened so hey, i'm you, grown you're now too of, yeah you're at yeah. peace with that yeah i'm at peace with it but i survived yeah i survived yeah i survived and so, I'm a survivor. So, so going based off of that um what do you do you have any daily routines like i know you schedule you try to pack your schedule yeah my schedule's packed man i got a lot of daily routines so from like 5 30 in the morning to six o'clock are we talking like everything or yeah, no, talk about, like, what do you do daily to make sure you have success? Okay. Like, I, I know there's variables based on your schedule. Okay, yeah. But All right, what's so, your so every every day, I try to make at least 10 phone calls to people just to check in with them, check up, say hi, network with them a little bit, say, what are you doing? Yeah, but they go, okay, how are the kids? Whatever, just talk with them. Let them know, like, all right, I'm, I'm available. I also spend about an hour, hour and a half on my Facebook account with talking to people because you, you, the money and success is in people. People are what's going to make you money, success, not whatever you're doing by yourself. Like what you could be in this day and age is so important to network. So I make sure I spend a lot of time, like maybe two hours a day networking. I spend an hour and a half a day working out. Okay. Uh, four days a week. Excuse me. Shout out, shout out Aladdin. My boy Aladdin, you know, trainer. I see, man. You're in the game. Well, pretty, you're pretty, bro, like... I'm a big dude, bro. And Aladdin be whipping my ass in the gym. I hate him sometimes for doing it, but I love him after like, you know, moments where I could talk about it and say, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm in the gym. You know what I'm saying? But like Aladdin whoops my ass. That's good. Um, he whoops my ass and I'm exo- I hate him. And it <laughs> Huh? It keeps me humble. Yeah, it keeps me humble. He I hate him though. I hate Aladdin. I hate him. Well, I love him to say I hate him though. All right, so <laughs> hate him. All right. So uh I definitely work out as much as I can. I try to eat clean as best as I can to stay healthy because most uh, the biggest investment that I'll ever have in my life is my body right now. Yeah. Okay, a lot of people say they don't have shit where you have your body, all right? Yeah. Take care of that first. You take care of yourself. Everything else will fall out after. So um, I try to make phone calls, um, emails, basic business stuff. Emails, phone calls, uh, social network media. I try to call my family, you know, every day. It's really, it's really, really, it's really it. I, try to, I, don't, I used to read books every day, but now, like, I don't have time. I try to check the news, you know, check. But, but it's more like you've read enough books to get the idea of success. I know, like, kids, they are repetitive. Just, they, become, they become repetitive. I was about to say yeah. that. Like, every success story is repetitive. Yes. All, all it is is, like, knowing yourself. 
Yes. You have to just do more than you than you mm-hmm. actually like try to learn. Mm-hmm. And it's just consistency. You I can know? tell like you. I can tell you a few of them. I can tell you because I read. So I, number one is obviously know yourself. Number two is know what you want. Have a clear idea what you want. If you know exactly what you want, that will make it so much easier than just saying, "Yo, I just want to make a lot of money." Like, how much money? How are you going to get that money? American like feasible. You American know? money, yen money. Like, what type of money we're talking here? We're talking like what type of money we're talking here? Rubies, like what? Diamonds, like what yeah. are you talking? Because nobody knows. They just say these things without a clear, definite purpose. Um, then there's uh. See, know yourself. It's like act more than you actually. Yeah, there's laws. There's 50, 40 yeah. laws of power. There's a lot. But oh, oh, speaking of the word act, this is like one of my keys. Like people that watch the show, like if they listen or if they listen to the show, they are going to get a lot of like stuff. They listen to it, but I'm dropping some gems here. If you want to do whatever, okay, act as whatever. Meaning that if you want to be a professional baseball player, I'm not saying this is going to work for professional sports, but this is the idea I'm speaking. Act as a professional baseball player. Wake up in the morning and do what professional baseball players do. Eat what, what professional baseball players yeah, eat. Train exactly, like a professional yeah. baseball player. If you're not one and you're doing this every day, okay, and you're telling people, listen, I'm going to be a professional baseball player, and you're doing everything you need to be a professional baseball player, you will become a professional baseball player. Okay? If you're acting, you start acting first. And that's what I'm doing as a businessman. That's how I got to where I'm at today is by acting as a businessman. Yeah, because it, you're right. People, people think that oh, once I'm there, I'll start acting like it. Like it. But this, that's not how nope. that's not how everybody reached success. They they acted like they were the shit beforehand, yes. Yes. and then did it. Like, of course, yes. be humble about yes. yourself. Oh, ideally, you want to be humble. Yes. But it's if like say if I want to be a filmmaker, mm-hmm. I'm gonna act like a professional filmmaker. Really? I'm gonna do everything a filmmaker yes. Does. does. Yes. So like, even rapper. Okay, let's say I'm a rapper. And I want to be, you know, like Drake or somebody, okay? Or somebody big. Let's say as a mainstream artist. Um, if I want, if I, I'm in a podcast right now, I would have four or five other podcasts lined up after this one or interviews lined up after this one. I would have a show tonight. I would have a photo shoot this morning. I would have a meeting with my marketing team, you know, on Monday at 3 a.m. in the morning. I would have, you know what I'm saying? I would have so many things lined up already because they're professionals and this is what they do but even if i'm not a professional a mainstream artist i'm i will be because i'm doing everything mainstream artists do yeah man that's that's exactly you're right that's i'm not exactly even joking right. so that's a gem for free guys creative block is where you get the info it's true though. shout out right there you like that I just slid that in there right yeah. <laughs> i appreciate that yeah yeah but not nah, for real though that 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 key that, that what i just said though is it that's it that's it, it makes a lot of sense yeah. and like I've, I've always thought of it that way too like mm-hmm. you have to already feel that's how you feel it. That's how you visual. That's how you visualize it. You have to have those habits to become that Already, way. Yeah, act it. Just act as whatever you want to be a nurse. Act if you're not a nurse and act like somebody that wants to be a nurse. You gotta go to nursing school. You gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta act it. You know I'm a businessman, so I gotta act like a businessman. So I gotta go to business school so I know how businessmen act. And I I think of success kind of like how you feel when you grow your confidence. So most people when they think of their success. They're, they don't reach a tipping point and they're like, yo, I'm successful now. Like, it's never like that. It's like they just constantly do something and then they look back. They're like, oh, shit, I've been pretty successful. And then when it comes to confidence, it's like the same thing. You don't know. You don't wake up one day and be like, yo, I'm confident. Yeah. It's like you slowly yeah, built up. Yourself. And I look, my, I look at myself 10 years ago and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I'm confident mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's the way I think of success. Uh, it's like the same. It's like a very similar feeling. Like you're always striving for more, but you're never gonna feel like you re ever reach it. Yeah, and that's okay because you have to love the process. You have to love the process. All about the process. I think success for everybody's different. You know, like for me, obviously, it's like grow. You know, economically as high as I can. Some people's success is just coming and getting you know into America. You know, some success people is having a surgery that like you're having a disease or some type of chronic illness and you're able to you know. Yeah, have a transplant or something like that, and now that's your success. You gotta do nothing else. Some people are just having a meal. Yeah, yeah. You know, like everybody's different with success. So like even building up, but like when you said that everybody, um, the higher you go, but you still don't feel like it. You have to look back down. That's one hundred percent true. Even though professional athletes don't even know what the hell they're doing. Like they're there, they're, they're professionals, but they don't feel successful like that. They only feel successful like that because other people make them feel successful like that. Okay, like like or even celebrities like. Everybody, they don't, they're regular people. Like how many of you were talking right now is the same as everybody else, bro. So, but when they get a little cocky and crazy is when everybody gives them that power. Yeah. They get, oh my God, I love you. Da, da, da. Like I did, I, I know because I was there. I partied. I know. I had girls like all over the place. All right. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like it's crazy. I'm not even joking. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. So, uh, that's important to know. It's important to know, though. It's important yeah. to know. Success, success is the goal. Yeah, uh. I am a good to that. <laughs> All right. Um, so the reason I started Creator's Block yeah. is because I naturally, I had a creative block. And I was trying to figure out exactly, like, you know, have a clear goal on what I want. Mm -hmm. So I decided to make a full brand around Creator's Block. Mm -hmm. See this shirt right here? This is, this is my photo. So, like, I, I couldn't... You, you took that photo? Yeah. So nice. I, I couldn't find a shirt that I actually liked. That has like a cool photo. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna make my own. I'm a photographer. Oh. So I'm gonna. So I decided to do my prints. Same thing. I want to be like a radio host. I was okay. just like, let me just make my own podcast. Okay. Instead of trying to reach out to people, be like, yo, let me do this for you. Let me do this for you. I'm yeah. gonna just bring it to me. You yes. Know? Yes. So that that's what out of my creative block. That's what came out of it. Okay. How do you get over a creative block? And what was the last time you had it? I'm having it right now. Answering, <laughs> answering your question <laughs> nah um yeah how do i how do i get over it though like uh honestly you just you just you just keep going man you just like because i really don't write my music like too much there's no like really writing involved i just go in there and just swag it out you know mm -hmm. but uh, as far as like yeah, there's no, there's no real no, creator's block. It's not. If I try to write music, it's it's harder because I'm like thinking a lot, a lot more. Whatever, I gotta drink something, I gotta smoke something, I gotta you know ease the pain a little bit. Gotta, gotta <laughs> you know, you know, I gotta call one of them girls up. You know what I'm saying? Come relieve my <laughs> get stress. Some motivation. Get some motivation, but like I, I get distracted, but I come back to it. But I gotta be inspired. If I'm inspired to do whatever, then it will be done creatively. But if I'm uninspired, that's where the creative block comes in at. Because I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I'm not inspired to do it. But as soon as inspiration comes, you go right back to wherever you were stuck at. And just flow through it. Or reinvent the idea. Okay? Don't give up on the idea. Because if you, if you force creativity, it's not product. Yeah. No, okay? it's not. It's a waste yeah. of time. Because I'm not saying it's a waste of time, but it's not a product. It's not going to come out the way you want it to come out. Sometimes people like like how you said push through it. Yeah. And they naturally go for 
all right, this is gonna be a piece of shit. So let me just let me just get that idea out yes. of here already, and then, and then from there build on top of that. Right. And you can pay attention to a lot of, a lot of songs, right? The first verse is ooh, hey. The second verse is nowhere near because the first yeah. verse. That first verse is so good that they were trying to match the second verse with the first verse. The first verse is just they should have just stopped the song. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? They should have just stopped the song because they were got they had a creative block. They were they were yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. That's how I, I had just I did just have one though where, where you asked me the question I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I caused oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it caused me creative spot. All right. So lastly, I'm gonna end on a more advice note. What advice would you give to any future entrepreneurs or any people getting into music? All right. So the question goes to both people because. Anybody that wants to enter the music industry is an entrepreneur. Let's get that point across, okay? Anybody that wants to enter the music industry is an entrepreneur one way or another. The advice that I would give to an entrepreneur, okay, somebody that wants more, somebody that's goal-driven, somebody that's motivated, is to, one, read more, okay? Number two, find a mentor. Find somebody that will talk to you about their experience and how they work coming up. And a piece of advice on that is that people love to talk about themselves. All right, so anybody would be glad to sit down with anybody and talk. To, if you ask them sincerely, how did you do what you do? They will tell you. All right, they're not going to keep secrets from That's you. That's such a key point. Yeah. Um, and also, don't give up. Consistency. All right. The first when you first start off, when you first start talking about, you know, what you want to do and who you want to become, people will laugh at you. Like you guys said before, people will make fun of you. People will like think not think you're serious. You know, people are like, oh, I know you. That's not going to work. Like, come on, like just get back to whatever you're doing. Don't listen to those people. Yeah, it's just such a cliche thing. I'm saying is, don't let people, you know, don't let people like stop you from your doing your dreams. Don't let people stop you. And it's so true. Just don't let nobody stop you because as soon as your dreams start working. Those people will be your number one supporters. The same people that told you not to do it will be your number one supporters if you did decide to do it and it works. So just focus on, just focus on yourself. You know, it's going to be hard. It's not easy stuff. It's not, don't expect it to be easy. Do not expect it to be easy. It's not easy. And I expect to ask for help, you know, when needed and just be consistent. Just keep going. Just don't stop. If it's something you want, don't stop. Me, I'm not scared to death. All right, we get to this point real quick. I'm not scared of death, all right? When I was in the streets, and this is the way, you know, we live in the streets. We're not scared of death. But as long as I am doing what I want to be doing in life and I am trying as hard as I can to achieve my goals in life, I'm okay with the un unexpected, okay? Now, if in life, if I'm bullshitting around and I'm just playing around, chilling all day long, I'm scared of dying because I didn't do what I wanted to do or I was supposed to do. I'm scared of, you know, any. I'm scared of a lot of things because I'm not doing what I want to be doing. So but if you are doing what you're doing. If you are, it's okay. It's out of your control anyway. The, the serenity prayer is one of the I heard in jail was so real, you know, that I, I'm not like super religious and not like that, but this, this saying was like, um, give me the courage to, uh, no, give me the wisdom to know the things that I cannot change and the courage to change the things that I can. That little saying right there, the wisdom to, to um, what did I just say? That's dope. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. Now nah, that's a serenity prayer. That's a part of serenity prayer. It says, grant me the serenity and the wisdom to change the, the to change the, to understand the things I cannot change. 
No, to understand the things that cannot change. If you can't change the things, don't stress about it. It's out of your control. You can't change it. Like, it's out of your control. And it's liberating because yeah. you're just like, oh, I can't change it. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, it's over. It. It's so <laughs> liberating. It's yeah. so, it will help you out. And a lot, a lot of people worry about things that is uh, out of their control. There's no reason. Like the we, weather and shit. Like the weather like... or um, any anything else. Like the police officer that's going to give you a ticket for doing whatever. Like, don't worry about that. You know, don't, there's nothing to worry about. Don't worry about, you know, things that's out of your control. And don't worry about what other people think. You cannot change other people's minds. And and if you really think about it, like, it's it's so... It's such a strange concept when strangers judge you. Because if you think about yeah. it logically, like, I'm not trying yeah. to say like, oh, fuck all haters. Like, yeah. but, but like, fuck log- all haters. But like, I say it. <laughs> fuck the individual. What up? <laughs> but like logically thinking how if someone has like a strong opinion about you, does that person actually know you? And it's and if they don't, why would that even matter? Like logically thinking, how is that opinion affect you if they don't know your whole story? And if they did know your whole story and they're judging you. Why would you care? Because you know what you want already. So either way you think about it, whether it just doesn't matter. I get, to, I get. To, it hurts a lot. It hurt me at some points too when people talk about you and like, oh, nobody likes that or whatever. But like, it, I got, I got to a point where I figured out how to, uh, what the proof to. Uh, I should write a book. I figured, out, it, I figured man. out a way to to balance out that feeling of negativity when people are talking about you, and that response is, thank you. Or talking about me because it hurts me more when you're not talking about me at all. You talking negative about me, I like because you're talking about me. So okay. please continue. Makes me relevant. Yeah, I, I, I'm not talking about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about you because you're not my concern. You're not, wasting, you. you're not wasting my time. Not you personally, but like who are, people <laughs> in general, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not talking about whoever's talking about me, but you talking about me, thank you. And they don't like that. People don't like that. People don't like that when you say thank you. First off, you say thank you. <laughs> they don't like that. I, I always, the way I think about um, mm-hmm. opinions, and this is, this is also important because I, I know Gary Vee stated it once too. Um, and like, I've always thought of it the same way. So when people talk negatively or critique negatively about something, not critique, because critique is a constructive yeah, criticism. Yeah. But when it's something like in a negative opinion, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't really care and that's fine. But it's also like, if they say something super positive about it, I also don't care because mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm still doing what I want to do because yes. if, if I conform to what they like, yes. then I'm going to stray away from yes. my direction. Yes. Yes. Very so it goes important. both ways. Like I, I don't, important. I don't, they could compliment everything. I'm like, yo, I thank you. We I appreciate, appreciate that. your words. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. And like, I'm going to still continue going my route. Cause I started out doing photography. I do videography podcasting. and I have my brand. Okay. And it's like, if I would have stuck to just photography, I would have never explored these platforms. I like, yep. mm-hmm. and at the same time, if I, if I paid attention to, I mean, I haven't gotten too much negative, Hate so like I'm I'm it You're doing good yeah it doesn't good. I mean also like I it's don't coming really, though yeah it's coming. I know it's gonna bigger, come bigger, but I don't, I don't really, more, more I don't really care and stuff but it's like but it's like I I know how to separate myself from people's opinions because I don't take the negative and I also don't take the positive okay that's so that's, personal that's extremely strong it, you have to have neutral because then you'll do what you want to do you that's know right now I agree with you 100 percent I have no comment you said it very well I have nothing to say because you're correct. <laughs> you are right. That's the same way I think. Also, hey. yeah, yeah, that, that's the way. That's the way. I appreciate what you. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Thank you out there. I knew I had it. Da, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, what, 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 what else is there you want to talk about? We can talk about anything else, man. Like, that's. I think we hit a lot of good notes today. It was really fun being here, man. Fuy Sev, look out for the music coming out, man. Yeah, I think we should be good. So, like, yeah, just 
F U I S F. I appreciate you coming on the. I appreciate. I appreciate show. you having me, bro. Really, this was this was all right. This was all right. This you know? was nice. This was all right. Yeah, I liked it. This is my first podcast I ever did in my life. Nice. The first. So, like this, this could be worth a lot of money. You remember your first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to remember my first. Absolutely. Coming in here tipsy as hell in the morning. You know, coming in here tipsy as hell. It's a nice story. Yeah. So, so let everybody know where to find you. So uh, you can find me at F, at the letter F U I for fucked up individual or financially unified individual, depending on who you are. Um, F at F U I Sev S E V F U I Sev. Uh, that's all platforms. You can YouTube it. You can Google it. You can do whatever. iTunes, Spotify. At F-U-I-S-E-V. You know, uh, the first songs that I'm going to be releasing are free. Uh, the first the first mixtape is called The First... Um, the first. This is free. Wait, what is it called? I don't even know what the name of my own shit is. That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> all, right, all right. The first hit is free is the name of the mixtape. So at F-U-I-S-E-V on Instagram, Spotify. And it, the mixtape is called The First Hit is Free. There's going to be about seven to eight songs on there. Oh, all nice. for free. All free to download. They're more... Uh, good music and we're doing a lot so just look out if you do any music stuff related you produce you make music you do film you're an actress you're a model you're inspiring whatever please hit me up uh we could definitely make something work i have a lot of networking people and we could get this jersey thing off the ground look out for fui everywhere fui everywhere and the creative block is the shit all right so thank you guys for listening again creators block merch and creatorsblock.com it's in virtually every platform too and also Elvis, a.k.a. Elvis Likes Photos, virtually in every platform. And again, thank you, Sev. Hey, it's a pleasure it, being here. Uh, we're done? Yeah, we should. Oh, man, that was fun. Uh, yeah, right?